best and worst of Dawn of the Dead. Let's get into it. Darren, it's the season of sequels, extra helpings, because it is Thanksgiving this month for us. And also for you, nothing. Nothing. We know nothing about this celebration. You don't get any helpings. We we don't. We do. <laughs> no, nothing. It just doesn't mean a thing over here. The only thing that will mean something is the film that's coming out, probably. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing sequels. So, that's how you get it. If you didn't understand me saying the season of sequels or extra helpings, go somewhere else. But Dawn of the Dead, let's talk about it. Dawn of the Dead, your favorite out of the uh, George A. Romero Night of the Living Dead or, or zombie series, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I learned about this film from a trailer on the T on on the VHS. Uh, there was a company called Intervision uh, in the UK that released Dawn of the Dead, and um, I remember seeing the trailer. And I remember just thinking, "Wow, what is this?" George Romero brings back the dead. This this kind of shopping center. Or mall, as you guys call them, mm-hmm. filled with zombies and uh, these four people trying to fend them off. And I just thought this looks incredible and had to rent it. So I saw this first in about 19, probably 82, 83, something like that. And I've loved it ever since. And hence my very expensive Ooh. Dawn of the Dead, a box set which comes uh, ram-packed full of, uh, I think there's something like, there's three different versions of the movie, there's full-length making-of documentaries, there's the soundtrack, there's the library music, there's the uh, there's two books, there's the novelization of Dawn of the Dead, and also there is uh, uh, another making-of book, which has got some fascinating stuff in it, so... This is this was from uh, Second Sight in the UK. They do incredible uh, restorations. They got one of the Hitcher coming up next year, which I'm really excited about. Um, but this was um, uh, I was lucky to get this. I don't think there are too many of them around anymore. Um, they all got hoovered up. Uh, I don't think you can buy them um, right now. But uh, I cherish that. And it was the first time this morning that I've unwrapped it all. And I put Dawn of the Dead in, and it looked and sounded amazing. Absolutely amazing. 4K, Dolby Digital 5.1, and uh, I sat there with a big smile on my face for 127 minutes. And uh, not available in the United States. No, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want it, ladies and gentlemen, you can probably find it on eBay, as long as you have a region. Well, no, you could probably, it's 4K, so it's region free. That's right. Uh, yeah. um, so, but you would have to go on eBay and probably get it for five hundred bucks. I think they're pretty pricey nowadays. Yeah, yeah. This Colin already has two. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> one's a doorstop. The other one's on his shelf. <laughs> yeah, still on the wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it about Dawn of Dead? You know, we we did a um, in our in our uh, uh, cruel cruel summers. Mm. Uh, we 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 talked about this movie. Um, I don't really love it compared to you, and and even Tom Savini in the interviews, he's this is kind of a he he said he could have done better. Yeah, I think he he always is quite critical of some of his work, early work. Um, but for me, it's just that, and it's a very similar kind of 
feeling to Day of the Dead as well. It's that feeling of dread, of no hope, of breakdown in society, of and also his his take on consumerism as well. The fact that there's a point in this movie where they have everything: money, gadgets, each other, um, as much food, drink, uh, clothing that, that they could desire. Naked mannequins to fool around with. <laughs> All that stuff. And um, and they're still not happy. They're, they're still at each other's throats. And it just shows you that that stuff just can't make it for you. You need more than that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tragic story because not everybody makes it. Um, but also ambiguous as well. Um, at the end, yeah. Uh, after that A-team style ending that we get um, from Mr. Ken Faree, who we met and had a drink with, gentleman. a gentleman, Halloween forty-five, um, hung out with him for the evening and was great fun. And even Pat took him out to dinner the night after as well. So, uh, so that was good. But yeah, do you think he real... could still do the kicks? Well, he couldn't do them in this, really, could he? <laughs> <laughs> with, his, with his little derringer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who carries a little gun like that in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> that better be like the noisy cricket from uh, Men, Men in Black. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, all right. I, 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 just to continue, I, I yeah. uh, everything about this really appeals to me. I love the rawness of the zombies. I love the, the makeup. I love the score by Goblin. Um, and the way that the movie starts and it chucks you into the middle of this situation in this TV station is that where everything's just chaos um, just really appealed to me when I first saw it. I was just like, you know, this, there's no kind of beginning, middle and end. There's just a middle. That's it. It just starts in the middle and ends in the middle. And obviously we go on to day of the dead then and land and diary and survival and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's just no hope with this franchise. Or this movie. Uh, Darren's saying. <laughs> All right. Your best character for Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Peter. Mr. Agreed. Mr. Ken Faree. Um, great lead in this film. Um, a bit questionable some of the things that he says now and again. In fact, all the cast members have kind of questionable, questionable lines in this film. And the odd racial slur as well uh, that's chucked in. Um, but that's the 1970s for you. That was the <laughs> end of the 70s. Um, but yeah, I think um, uh, Peter, again, Romero, like Carpenter, was very kind of uh, progressive in casting people of color. And and, 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 and he did it in, in Night of the Living Dead. And, and, and he did it in this as well, casting a, a, um, a black man as, as the lead role in the film. And, you know, they were pioneers with Carpenter and, and Romero. Not many other people were doing this sort of thing. And it proved incredibly worthy for them because it's a great performance from him. He's got charisma. He's got he's got the, the he's got the build. He can do action, uh, and he can act as well. Can Mister Furry? So um, yeah, definitely my favorite character in this film. I agree. Peter is the leader of this group. He is mm. the he is the conscience. He is the uh, care of this group. There's some things he does say in there where we'll get to our worst line that I do have to pick from him. Uh, but he's level-headed. He's cool. Uh, he keep, Like I said, he keeps everybody together. Uh, and I heard he makes a pretty good lobster. This is just for the two of you. 
there's there's one thing that was missing was you rang. <laughs> oh yeah, he was playing waiter for the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to put, and you know what? He's trying to get people to uh, kind of live their life. Hmm. You know, whether he's you know it's making dinner and serving food uh, to fly to Flyboy and Francine, um, or playing a little bit of racquetball, or try to keep Roger uh, grounded before he goes completely insane with yeah. happiness yeah. and giddiness, uh, but also being his friend. Um, because they, they are, they, in the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, they do go through some shit together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it's, it's, I think without Peter, Roger would have went nuts a long time ago. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Worst character. Um, it's none of the four. Um, it's, it's a character that always left me, um, like scratching my head at the start of the film. And it's the cop in the, um, (sighs) in the dock. Um, when he says, we figured we could get to the island. And um, uh, Roger, was it Roger? No, it's Stephen turns around. Flyboy turns around and goes, island? Which island? And he goes, any island. <laughs> <laughs> the closest island would probably be, you know, because they're, they're UK. in Philly. <laughs> in the UK. Uh, uh, would it probably be somehow in Jersey closer to Cape May area because there's some islands out there. Um, but their islands are, are tiny. Hmm. They're, they're, they're like, you know, probably the size of your house. You know, they're, they're already been inhabited. This ain't a deserted island, you know, with, with naked tiki women all over the place. And then and, and you being held up, you know, like some kind of idol. If that's out there thinking with plenty of coconuts and water. Uh, and food. I don't know. I mean, are they talking about Staten Island? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is that technically an island? I've been there, and I can't remember if it is an actual. You have island. to get a. You have to use a bridge to get there, right? And <laughs> or a ferry to get there from Manhattan or something. Well, so so is New York City. It technically is an island too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think so, they were. <laughs> he, he didn't have a queue. He was just in a state of panic, wasn't he? Because yeah, they were yeah. all taking off without him. But yeah, any island. So if you don't, if you think the outside Philly's bad, if you're going to fly to New York City or Staten Island, do you think that they're even better? <laughs> <laughs> they got bridges. They could just close it. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like an uh, uh, you know the zombies have to pay a toll in order to get into the into the city. <laughs> Somebody go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> Well, there's always that shot, isn't there, in in Fulci's zombie, where all the zombies are walking over the the Brooklyn Bridge or whichever one it is. While people are still going to work. (laughs) Yeah, just walking around people. No, but it it, it has been done before, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Any island. Let's talk about the Great Lakes. I don't know. Could could that chopper make it to Hawaii if it stopped every few states? I don't know. Uh, for me, I think my worst character is Wooly, that racist piece of shit. Oh. Come on, you little bastards! Ah. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, I didn't really include Wooly. Um, I never actually. That would have been too obvious, I think. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, he's running around shouting and swearing and calling everybody every name under the sun, and then gets himself taken out for it. Yeah, uh, what she deserves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. But he's he's shooting innocent people. Yeah, 
He's like, he, he didn't care. He just shot anybody and everybody. Yeah. And that- then he starts, and then his partner next to him is, he's going crazy. He's useless. <laughs> but then that's the point that, that kind of bonds um, uh, Roger and, uh, and Peter, right? Because mm-hmm. um, Roger pretty much, uh, sorry, Peter saves his life. Yeah. Um, because Wooly's got, Wooly's got ape shit. Um, um, and so there's a moment where Wooly turns around uh, uh, and throws Roger on the sorry yeah throws Roger on the floor and in order to stop all the chaos Peter has to take him out so yeah I don't think anyone would question it either oh Wooly died no okay I don't know what did he do Uh, he slipped on a banana peel I don't know (laughs) well he got himself on the chopper didn't he old Peter for that yeah. So, um, and also, and then starts kind of tapping um, Fran up in the back there, doesn't he? Like, uh, just, I'm sure are you, uh, are you with this guy over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I just like to know things like that. Let me uh, <laughs> take a whiff at least. <laughs> uh, okay, your best line. Um, oh, I've got a few here. Um, I got one major one that sums everything up. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, go ahead with your few. Okay. I, I think I know what yours would be. So. Um, there's a couple of them. Uh, there's one where he's turning. Uh, he turns around to to Roger after Roger's really losing his shit when they're lining all the trucks up to block the exits, um, and he turns around and says, "All right, trooper, you better screw your head on. Now you're not just playing with your life; you're playing with mine. Now are you straight?" And I kind of like that line all the time because Roger is just fucking losing it at that point, isn't he? It's a slap in the face, isn't it? It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other line that I really like, there are three, but I'll, I'll leave the last one for you because I think I know what it is. Um, the other one is um, when they're in the gun store and they're checking out all those weapons and he turns around to, um, I think he turns around to to Roger and says, the only person that could miss with this gun is the sucker with the bread to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what is your third line? Who says it? It's a bunch of them. So it's the conversation they're having as they're overlooking the mall when they've cleared it all up. No, no, it's not it. Oh, okay, okay. So, I'll go with it. So Francine yeah. turns around and says, they're still here because they're all banging on the doors on the outside. And Stephen says, they're after us. They know we're still in here. And Peter says, they're after the place. They don't know why, they just remember. Remember that they want to be in here. And Francine says, what the hell are they? And he goes, they're us. That's all. There's no more room in hell. What? Something my granddaddy used to tell us. You know Macumba? Voodoo. Granddad was a priest in Trinidad. He used to tell us, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Very great tag, a great tagline for the film as well. It's superb tagline. Do you know why I didn't pick it? Because it's in he because he says it in the uh, remake. Yes, he does. They do actually, don't they? They use that yeah. line again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's he in this one, Peter in this in the two thousand four one, Peter is a person of God. Mm. He's a priest or something, and he yeah. starts saying all everyone's immoral issues. And I don't know why they would put that, you know, as an emergency message. Here we got an emergency message. We're going to, you know, from the state police or the governor tell you what to do. And here, here's the cardinal. <laughs> Make you feel real shitty about yourself uh, while you're dying. But no, mine is actually from Dr. Millard, Roche. Hmm. 
And it says, this isn't the Republicans versus the Democrats, where we're in a whole economically or or we're in another war. This is more crucial than that. This is down to the line. Folks, down to the line. There could be no more divisions among the living. He's trying to tell everybody, get back together. Mm. With yeah. with us, with with forget all your political beliefs and all that bullshit. Yeah. Join together, look out for each other, and we can get through this. And yeah. as we know, it fails. Mm. Nobody can get together. Yeah. And that's yeah. the same. Isn't that the same with every zombie movie, an undead movie? Everybody doesn't join. It's, yeah. It divides everybody still. Pockets of people, isn't it? And some go uh, one way, another goes another. Some go good routes, some go bad routes, some go insane, some fight. Um, and yeah, you're right. There's no real pulling together of everyone to try and solve this. And it's something that's in all these films. Is I don't think I've ever seen a zombie movie, whereas apart from Return of the Living Dead, whereas there's been a solution, and that solution was to what? Nuke the city? <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that the, isn't that the solution for everyone's problems? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then what, what happens, Darren? It starts oh, again. It starts again, yeah, yeah. It rains and starts again, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't... It, the doctor trying to sell if we got together, we can solve every issue, every mm. problem. Even in today's climate, if we all just got together and just started, you know, stop with our own bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can just get through this, but hey, some people gotta unzip and swing it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your worst line besides anything from Wooly. Um, it's a kind of patronizing line from Peter to Fran. Um, and she's kind of trying to say to everybody, look, don't leave me out of this situation. I want in on it. I want in on all the decisions. You've got to start listening to me as well. Um, and you and see I, her point. Yeah, absolutely. She's yeah, in the yeah. shit too. Yeah, yeah, because they're just kind of behaving like blokes and totally forgetting about her and her opinion and the fact that her life means as, it means as much as theirs do you know her her, her two lives <laughs> yeah the two lives yeah of course um and uh and 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 peter turns around to um uh to to fran and says we're going out and you're not coming with us and you won't come with us until you learn how to handle yourself <laughs> you know they're all these patronizing bastards motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> And another worst line I've got is is when um, <laughs> this always bothered me as as a kid because I couldn't quite understand what he was saying. Um, but over the years, as the sounds got better on these versions and everything, I, I get it now. I get it, but I just don't like the way he says it. And it's when 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 Roger's having that meltdown in the truck, and he mm-hmm. looks out the window and says to and Peter's telling him to calm down stop losing your shit or else we're going to make mistakes here and he goes we got this man we got this by the ass we got this man we got this by the ass <laughs> yeah, we're gonna grab it <laughs> suck on it <laughs> for years i couldn't i couldn't understand what he was saying is he saying we got this buddy's ass or we've got this this bloody ass or, or what <laughs> We got this bloody ass. We got this by the ass. 
that's or the ass as you guys say Ish. Uh, yeah yeah so so that was always one of my worst lines but i get why he's saying it and everything because he's starting to become delirious isn't he at that point i didn't pick anything from roger i, I think he is a strong character if peter's with him um but there's some things that he says and i had to separate it from somebody normal saying that because if he was if he was just some guy you know if if, if i went up to the U at age 45 and said this is going to be a great time i got, we got this by the ass you're going to be like what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> but if it was somebody going crazy if i was just like all, all off the wall you'd be like yeah yeah it's just frank <laughs> it's just it's normal speak <laughs> for him but for me I, I have to say this 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 comes as a shock because every movie has something like this in it, which baffles me, uh, myself and my wife, because why would you do something like this in some kind of apocalypse? And that's when they find out Francine is pregnant and Peter goes, do you want to abort it? It's not too late. And I know how. Yeah. Has it been enough death? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, going yeah. around. I mean, I I know, I know what they're saying. We can't watch a newborn, and trying to feed a newborn is is a, is a is yeah. an obstacle within itself. Hmm. Uh, you can't just you know grind up lobster and say, "Here you go, <laughs> try yeah. some of it." Yeah, it's been, yeah. it's Uncle Peter's specialty. Uh, <laughs> but what wasn't there? I mean, I'm presuming that this came about before everything kicked off. She was three months. It, she was three months. Okay, I was going to say because there, there must be a, a healthy amount of rubber johnnies in that mall. Where must <laughs> yeah, they're filling them up with gunpowder. <laughs> These bobbing condoms <laughs> with a reservoir tip, and I, 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 but that also bothers me with with Quiet Place. You have another one. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, isn't it? Why would you want to bring up a child in this in this environment? It's just, pull out. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be funny if the kid was bored that it was Peter looking? <laughs> Can you imagine? That's why he was like, I know how. Sure. <laughs> Can you imagine well, the four of them living together like that? And all of a sudden she gives birth to this mixed race child. <laughs> or the or the doctor with the eye it comes out with an eye patch. <laughs> we'll just wheel you right over there to the medical supply store. And we take care of it. I know, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's getting we're getting crude about children and everything like that. But come on, uh, let's all be honest here and grow up. Uh, okay, your best kill, um, the helicopter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's um, possibly one of the most inventive kills, not only in this film, but also in the franchise as well. It's technically not a kill, it's an accident, but um, yeah, the guy steps over the, the, the wooden crates, and as he stands up, um, the helicopter blades take his head off. He's, a, he's an unfeasibly large forehead that he has. <laughs> but it's such a great effect as he kind of falls down as well. It just really floods out, doesn't it? The missing link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, 
it's a, it's a it's a great idea and you know they were all the one thing that that's disappointing about these 4Ks is that a lot of the special effects secrets are revealed uh and so you know there are moments in this film whereas i mean Savini was does some incredible headshots in this film but you can see fishing wire and full of pulling uh, pull, pulling parts of the the skull off and that in 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 the 4K version. So it's a little bit of a shame, but um, but yeah, the helicopter kill for me is is the best in in not only the the um, in Dawn of the Dead, but possibly across the the franchise as well. Ooh, it's your tops. Mm. All right, I want to go in the beginning. What about Wooly's headshot? Yeah, that, that poor man that he busts into it just. <laughs> There yeah. is something about headshots ha- for Savini that seems seamless. Well, it happens so quickly. I, I'm never sure whether it's a zombie that stood there or what. You know what I mean? It's a- he didn't even get out. Hey, man. It just went. <laughs> he just busted. <laughs> it just. It was, was kind of like it was kind of like the inspiration for scanners. I think scanners came out later, but it was just it was just there was nothing left. So I heard something and. I believe that that head there exploding is actually Galen Ross's head. If I remember rightly, and I'm going to have to research this before I leave it in the episode, but I believe that she was due to lose her head later on in the movie and that they changed that idea and then they used the mold of her head to you to do that stunt uh, that 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 kind of um, gag at the beginning there it slapped a mustache on it <laughs> it slapped a mustache on it yeah <laughs> but it's it, i i love a good headshot oh yeah. Um, yeah because it's um head i i've seen in my profession some terrible scenes <laughs> some, mm-hmm. some some headshots and it's it's very hard to explode this yeah yeah uh as remember as christopher nelson said on our episode the 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 skull is very hard yeah it's a very hard uh uh, bone um it's it's just seeing something obliterated like like (laughs) fruit is is laughable to me yeah it's just and even as a kid because you know what it's it's beyond the ridiculousness it's supposed to yeah. shock, but I think you have, and I think Tom Savini likes a good headshot, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. He's done so many of them, hasn't he? Shot his own head. He did. He did Prowler. He did Maniac. He did Dawn of the Dead. Um, he's done a number of them over the years. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Oh, go funny, you know. Just, <laughs> I mean, besides scanners, because you know the, the eyes actually come out. Yeah. <laughs> Scanners was somebody else. I can't remember who did Scanners. Um, chat room will remind us uh, yeah. on that one. But um, yeah, it looks like Savini's work, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, your worst kill. Um, okay, worst kill, I would say, is the... I think the sequence with the Harry Krishna guy is really tense. Um, and I re- always wanted to see him go off you know, uh, a, a, a lot more graphically than he did. He just kind of gets shot, doesn't he? And that's yeah. it. Because he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's that's because no, no one's there to help her at that moment. And she's been, you know, she's been stalked by this guy. Um, 
and I always thought, you know, when that moment comes, when he has to go, it could have been a lot more elaborate than what it was. And so that's always been my most disappointing of all the kills because he is one of the one of the you know the more recognizable zombies in this film. You know, Car- uh, Carpenter. I was going to say that Romero always put a lot of effort into giving his zombies professions and and character and things like that. So across his films, you get clowns, you get um, you get cops, you get uh, you get w- w- women who've just finished washing the dishes with marigolds on, and and a whole ice cream know, men, you know, all sorts of different characters. Particularly in Day of the Dead, when the when there's that breach at the end in Day of the Dead, and all the zombies come off the platform and start walking past the camera, you can see all people from all walks of life going past. It's never just a man in a suit or a woman in a suit or or, or in, in jeans and t-shirt or whatever there's something about them you see what they get up to in their daily life um and there's a nurse in 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 this film as well there's a zombie nurse isn't there yeah. so he the, the harry krishna one's always been one of the more recognizable ones and he's even had merchandise made uh, of himself and that but i th- always thought that the way that he died or not died but was finished uh was weak um compared to the prominence that he has in the film. Do you want to, would you like to see him being beaten by his own tambourine? <laughs> Someone pulling on the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, or or Robert Stack coming in and kicking him. <laughs> for Jesus. Oh! Read about Jehovah's Witness. Ah! How about Buddhism? <laughs> How Jerry's kid? Robert Stack. Um... <laughs> No, I, yeah, I mean, like he's 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 such a face in this film that yeah. I I wanted more from that sequence. It, it, it kind of looked like a union strike with all those professions, <laughs> <laughs> you know, circus clowns on strike for better wages or better noses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's 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 good. And 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 a lot of the time when you're looking at some of these zombies, you actually feel for some of them that they've got themselves into this state. There's that one bit where Franz sat on the floor and there's the other guy sat at the other side of the glass, almost just like kind of still a little complus mentis in the way that he's looking at her and things. And that kind of, you know, crosses over in Day of the Dead when we get to meet Bob, you know, mm. who's still got some sort of uh, sense about him and emotion. Um, so, yeah, so some of the stuff's quite tragic when you look at it that way. Yeah. Uh, my worst kill is the young cop that committed suicide in the beginning. Yeah, he had enough oh, and he's sitting yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the yeah. reason why I say that is because they cut away. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. if Savini loves a good headshot, why take away from that? I'm wondering uh, without, I mean, I've seen the other versions of the film. I'm wondering whether there was a version where we do actually see him kill himself. I'm not sure. Uh, I, the, again, someone will let us know in the comments whether that was a cut scene um, or not. I don't know. I can't remember. It's a long time since I've watched the other versions of the film. I do intend to watch them soon. Um, but there are uh, there are additional bits of gore in the other versions. Um, so, yeah. Do you think they only had one Galen Ross head? Is that why? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's it, maybe because he was a tragic character. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, meaningful. Well, actually, he's he's had enough. So maybe it's he wasn't part of a a mistake like Wooly did, or he wasn't a zombie where it, it's it's kind of pointless. But I don't think Tom ever showed headshots with suicides in any of his movies. Uh, Day of the Dead, the the big guy at the end blows his own brains out, doesn't he? Yeah, but he was an asshole. True. This is true. <laughs> What's his name? Like Silver or something like that? Yeah, I can't remember his name now. Yeah. We're going to do Day of the Dead soon anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, your best moment besides the, pie, the clown game pie in the face. <laughs> you, you, you don't like the, the pie scenes? It's kind of like ridiculous. It's fodder for me, but you know, they're having fun, aren't they? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Some of the some some moments in this film, whereas the score, and that's what uh, the Argento cut does, is it kind of it take. I think it either takes that stuff out, or it or it 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 chooses different tracks, like um, you know, the end of the movie when you have the gonk. I think Mm -hmm. at the end and that. I think Argento cut has something completely different. Um, so he kind of took that comedic element out of it and made it more serious. Um, whereas this is just kind of, I think it's, it, his intention was to probably lighten the mood because you're seeing so much horrible stuff at that point. You've got, um, you've got the guy getting his guts ripped out. You've got the guy getting the machete in his head, the, the blood pressure machine. I think it's just a bit of respite. Um, it doesn't work. I, I agree. Um, it's it's too goofy, uh, but I just kind of it lasts, it's only thirty seconds or so. I think um, so. It, it's it's uh, it's over and done. it's like the sartain moment. It's over and done with, and it puts mm-hmm. itself right. Um, but yeah, my um, my best moment. I have two best moments. One of them is is the blockading of the entrances with the trucks and Franz on the roof with the gun and all that kind of thing. I just love the score in those moments. And the score is exactly the same in uh, the scene where they're clearing the zombies from the ball in the Scirocco. Um, and there's that moment where that music comes to a crescendo. Brum, bum, 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 as Roger's in the back of the car and he shoots the guy, who I think is one of Savini's effects guys, dressed as a woman in a headscarf. Um, who's hanging onto the back of the car and the car shoots along the aisle of the of the of the mall. Um great sequence as they're kind of clearing everyone out. Um and that's it. I mean this film when he went into production was billed as a as a an action horror, I think he called it. Um and it certainly does deliver on action, does this film. So those two moments, the blockading of the entrances and the clearing the zombies in the Scirocco. I think it's a Scirocco anyway. Volkswagen Scirocco think so Uh, yeah yeah it looks like it anyway but yeah those are my two favorite moments in the film do you think that's a little long though those those the the blockading of the trucks it seems like it's they did it in real time there's like no (laughs) it's it's like they actually like george said okay keep doing them and it's like george we're gonna be here for six fucking hours if they keep doing this (laughs) no i don't i don't mind it because i love the score the goblin score for this movie so much it's a great moment to kind of get engaged with that score um, I can't remember the name of that track, um, but yeah, it's it's um, 
I, I love those sequences. I also like, and they do it a few times in this film, you know, that to, to give you that illusion that they're either driving or flying a helicopter. So in the truck, he'll just be like, someone's, you can feel people are on the outside, like wobbling it <laughs> as he's sat in the car driving. And they do the same with the, uh, with the, with the helicopter as well. You know, there's no way Flyboy's actually flying. Yeah. But you get that upward camera action so it looks up into the sky but it's better that's better i prefer that to using green screen or something you know so 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 those box trucks there's several yeah right yeah wouldn't it be easier just to take a couple of them and run those bastards over (laughs) but they keep coming don't they you remember you have to kill the brain so isn't paralyzing them so they can't move good enough they still keep coming though they're dragging themselves there's one guy at the start who's dragging himself along the floor with no feet Oh, he'll be here in a week. All right, you got to prepare. <laughs> At least they wouldn't be able to make it up to the door. They'd be actually, you're right, because they'd probably be flat on each other, just, <laughs> just going up. Uh, my actual favorite moment is, and I absolutely love this, is the beginning is the chaos of the mm-hmm. newsroom. Yeah. That is yeah. so good and looks so genuine. And, and even uh, uh, George is there at yeah, the, uh, on the, on the console. Board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everyone's you know throwing stuff around. Where you want to pull you out of my ass? You know. <laughs> yeah, this is the guy going. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> either either you're trying to still keep calm and show everybody the news and keep the news going, or people that like this is the end and I really don't give a shit. And this is probably the safest place to be though. What do you yeah. do? Fire me? It's all hell out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that it, it seems so genuine. I don't know if those are all actors or they pulled people from local TV stations to pretend to work at switchboards and and tell them how would this actually operate uh, if you guys were in total chaos and a lot of them if they were from actual news uh, corporations and news stations that came in they probably would just said we just said fuck all (laughs) what are we gonna do yeah it is it's 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 just organized chaos isn't it and the guy says to her you know they stayed on us on the air as long as as long as possible um I, you know, I can't remember what he says. Something along the along the lines of our responsibility is it has finished. That's it, and that's the last broadcast essentially of that that particular station. If London were to be in the same situation, okay, we're going to go to our affiliate in 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 Yorkshire. I don't know if there's a news organization <laughs> in Yorkshire. They you do. know, YTV. Yeah. <laughs> is it reputable? Is it, or yes. is it of course it is. <laughs> or then they show, you know, like, you know, pigs and, and, and antiquing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's cheese on every channel. That's, yeah, yeah, that's cheese the- and, and, and snow. Cheese and snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we lost our station, ladies and gentlemen. We, we saw it here for the BBC. We, we have to shut down. We're all going to the roof and either jumping or getting on the one uh, uh, biplane we still have in the World War to take us <laughs> off and uh, taking you back to YTV where you'll learn how mozzarella is made until <laughs> then mozzarella <laughs> very good <laughs> good night and good luck I don't think anyone says I think that was just just Edward R. Morrow that is the only one who said that uh, well, I mean well, I don't know what, what does the BBC, uh, BBC say when they sign off I, um, I don't know Good night and good luck. <laughs> the news does over here. I don't know whether they do it in the US at all. If it's a lot, if there's a lot of doom and gloom, then they'll go. 
And finally tonight, a chimpanzee called Puddles uh, has has managed to escape and, and they've managed to get him back. It'd be something like that. It'd be like a, a heartwarming or funny story or something just to get you away from all the kind of doom and gloom in the world. An exciting news for the British Zoo, uh, the birth of a new panda. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Things like that. <laughs> exactly. Who cares exactly. about the fucking panda? The subway got bombed. Yeah, <laughs> there's zombies everywhere. Yeah, there's zombies everywhere. <laughs> Fuck the panda. But it's a kung fu panda. <laughs> he can protect himself. Yeah. Oh, Darren, I had fun talking about Dawn of the Dead. It's just, yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's a, it is a fun movie. It's, it's, you know, the one thing I don't like is, is some of the bites are kind of like you're biting into plaster and cottage oh, cheese. I don't know. There's, there's something really unsettling about, particularly the lady at the start who gets her shoulder ah. and then her arm. <laughs> That arm bite as well when the blood's well, yeah. I mean, some of that, some of that stuff for me is really unsettling. There's a guy later on who gets his, I think it's his shoulder or something like that bitten, and you can tell it's kind of like a foam. But there's still something really kind of real looking about it. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 well. How can we? How come we never seen a zombie swallow? I don't know. We never see zombies take a big gulp and go. <laughs> Have you seen where evil lurks? When evil lurks? Sorry, not yet. Okay, watch that, and then come back to me with that. <laughs> Finally, someone swallows. Dare, <laughs> uh, what do we have coming up? Um, we have Psycho Three. We're going to do Psycho Three. This is a month of sequels, which we've, um, which we came up with the other day. This wasn't planned. We were just like, we haven't covered a lot of sequels, so we're going to take a look at um, things like Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Psycho Three, Return of the Living Dead Two, Exorcist Three, um, lots of different sequels over the month. Phantasm, of- Phantasm Two, and as Frank says, it ties in with Thanksgiving and um, second servings. Although some of the, some of them are third, third helping, extra helpings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oliver twisting it. Yeah, yeah. We want more. Hmm. What? <laughs> more? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be it for us. We'll see you next time. As always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. 